0: Oh, you can tell. You know, there's just that air of anticipation. I love those voice notes. Uh, Please be a part of this conversation, 060584-2250. Uh, That's our WhatsApp voice note number. And we'll get down to the phone calls in just a bit. I want our analysts to break it down because they've been in the middle of this from the beginning. Uh, But then let me quickly just go through uh, what we've heard here. And uh, you know what? There's literally two. I can't count anybody else in the mix as far as the premiership is concerned. The two that are on top of the pile after 29 games and these two are equal in terms of points. Would you have guessed that if a couple of weeks ago we had put that forward to you that they would be equal? 56 points apiece. That's the language that we're talking about right now. I guess in in, in a strange season that has gone on for what more than a year, there was a bit of a what five month break in between. Uh, people were practicing and training via uh, Zoom. Eh? We never knew of Zoom. I think Zoom was probably a name of a nightclub down in Devon back then. Uh, people would talk about, "Hey, have you been to Zoom?" Now Zoom was keeping people fit, and that's the word. There was bio bubbles. <laughs> no fans at the stadium. That was the reality. Although for some clubs, you know, no, no fans it's like, okay, we're used to this. But now there's two that are remaining. It's Chiefs as well as Mamalodi Sundowns. It's a photo finish this weekend on the occasion of the two golden jubilees. Hey, I'm told it's about 50-50. One's celebrating 50 years, and the other one is celebrating 50 years. Who's the older of these 50-year-olds? Who's the braver? Who's the stronger of these 50-year-olds? It's got to be one of them. The rules, break it down, can never be a tie, sadly enough. It might end in tears for some, tears of joy, tears of sadness, but there'll be tears, I can tell you. T-shirts are being printed right now, and both of these clubs are printing T-shirts with the name Champions on them. Who will have to not take out the box at the end of the day and silently go and burn those T-shirts? I don't know. But somebody's going to have to do that. And it's either Ernest Woodendope or Pitsum will give that telling speech that we're all going to be waiting for. Either a Lebuhang Manyam or zwane will step up. I don't know. Could it be Piano? I have no idea. Could it be Serenio? I don't know. At the end of the day, either Itumileng Kune or Llambo will lift that trophy, depending on who plays, of course. We saw Kune back. Is he going to play the final game? Renowned world commentator, Dwayne DeLocker is with us. Independent media football reporter, Minentlem Klemkiza is with us. My goodness, I could not have asked for a better panel to break it down for us. Let me start off with the only province with a surname. Down in KZN, Minentlem Kabazel. Welcome to the show
1: i uh, no no. Uh, uh it's a pleasure, uh, Maldipu, to, uh I think the the sense of uh anticipation is just, uh palpable uh from the masses uh across the country. I think uh that's what we needed uh, he- heading into the last game. Uh the excitement, uh that uh, sense of anticipation from the people around you. You could tell. You are not too sure. Uh, what is going to happen, because you are talking about a case chief that is trying to end their barren run of uh, five years without a silverware. Then you are talking about uh, a Mamelody sundown that they are chasing for uh, a hat-trick of their titles. They want to emulate uh, 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 that team of uh, of uh, of, the, of the likes of Roger Fetumba, the likes of uh, Daniel Motao, you're talking about Peter Musimani wanting to win his record-fit title. Uh, then here you are, a mid of one, to win his Maiden League triumph in South Africa. So there's a lot at stake, Rob. So I think mm. uh, this is uh, the kind of ending that uh, we all wanted to see, especially from a, a neutral point of view. But for the supporters, obviously they would have wanted a chips to end their brand runners. As well as possible, mameleod and friends would have uh, they have uh, anticipated that they would have uh, won uh, that uh, dream travel under the tutelage of Peter Mussemani, having won all the trophies that they've won besides the M108. So this is the kind of uh, ending that we all wanted to anticipate. Uh, it's great going down to the wire. It, it reminds me of what happened when Orlando Paris won. They are faced uh, trouble uh, prior to doubling it. Uh, it was either it was going to be ice or fire. So, we, we the sense of anticipation was just palpable. So, I'm just mm. glad that we are uh, in this kind of a situation that we are currently facing.
0: Well, I can tell in your voice again, Nigela, that uh, uh, it, it, you know you, you can describe it in so many different variables and in so many different mm. ways. Um, it, we we are stuck now with the situation where permutations could come forward. Let yeah. me bring in our other guests. You guys are going to be with us the entire show. Uh, the show belongs to you. You guys have done a great work in terms of covering the local uh, front of football on many, many different levels and scales. Dwayne Delonca, good evening. Welcome to Marama Sports Worldwide. And
2: Sir, it is good to be with you once again. It's, uh, it's, it's brilliant to be able to chat to you on the eve of what is uh, surely going to be one of the most hotly anticipated finishes for any season, as you rightly mm. said. I, I love the introduction. Uh, 50, 50. It's 50-50. Uh, it is. 50-year celebrations, 50 50% percent chance. It's almost <laughs> broken it down coming into the, and after 29 matches in the 30-game season. I mean, we couldn't have asked for anything better in terms, of, uh, in terms of excitement leading up to this title. But I'll tell you now, I think one of the most debated things at the moment is is uh, the the season's decisions that have been made uh, with, with uh, personnel, with refereeing decisions, and people are debating results. Sundown fans are still talking about the Amazulu results, saying that the Chiefs should have been 2-0 down to Amazulu in that game in the first place, never mind anything else. And the Kune fellow result player, I mean, some, some of the decisions... Of, Who's been played and why this one isn't in the starting lineup? I'm, I'm loving the conversations that I'm hearing leading up to this, and I think mm. that's what it's all about. I mean, we really are missing fans in the stands, and I think now we recognise, now rather than just have teams playing one or two matches and in, you know behind closed doors, now we recognise just how significant it is for players, for clubs, for the entire sense of occasion, for the league in particular, um, just how important it is to have spectators at the venue, to have fans screaming for their teams, encouraging their players, it is so significant and maybe until now we hadn't quite recognised how substantial a contribution fans make to any given game.
0: Sure. Dwayne Delonca, we're going to sort uh, something out with you very, very quickly. Let me take a a quick break so that uh, the rest of the time, up until the top of the hour, we are clear to engage, interact, and talk some of the facts around uh, what we can expect. As we said on Saturday, it is Super Saturday. We've got to crown somebody. We've got to relegate somebody. Uh, Teams uh, wanting to be in the top eight. Others uh, wanting to survive going to a playoff. Whatever it is, be part of the chat. Min Angem Giz, Dwayne Delonca. Are chatting to us right here on MSW. All right, welcome back. This is uh, Mara Sports Worldwide uh, as we break things down here with our guests Mina uh, and as well as Dwayne Delonka. Now, Mina, let me let me come back to you though regarding where we are as far as the league chase is concerned. I mean. This, Simple permutations that have to come through are as follows. All right, we'll, we'll try to get them back on. So this is uh, Chiefs winning and Sundowns losing or drawing. I can tell you that Chiefs will be crowned the champions. If Sundowns win and for whatever reason Chiefs lose or draw, the champions will be Mamelodi Sundowns. Now somebody said what if Chiefs win or lose and Sundowns also win or lose then we head into this thing called the goal difference. And as you know when it comes to goal difference what is happening there? Uh, and when you uh, look at goal scored would be easy. the next criteria. And then yeah, when you yeah. look at head-to-head, that will be the next criteria. So, Minente, yeah. this this is all really evenly poised because really we, we don't know. Some of the results that came through, you know, whether it was sundowns against Baraka or, mm. you know, nobody expected that to happen, especially knowing yeah. that Kaiser Chiefs had lost their game. So, I don't know for you in terms of how that plays out. How are you seeing the build-in to these games, especially just for those two teams?
1: Yeah, yeah. Rapla, you've just uh, alluded. Uh, there are so many permutations uh, 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 that we can just expect uh, heading into the uh, last games or uh, of the league. Uh, you look at the, the key, the Chiefs sides. Obviously, they are at the summit of the log, uh, tight on point in the Sundowns, but uh, they are on top because of the superior goal difference. So, for Sundowns. Uh, in order for them to win the league. They they are in a situation where they need to win by uh, four goals and then hope that even if Kaiser Chiefs win, but uh, they win by one goal. So uh, it is Keza Chiefs league uh, to to lose uh, at this stage of the season. But uh, it is not going to be elementary for both of these sides because you've got uh, a Kaiser Chiefs uh, side uh, that is uh, a locking horns against Baroka, then you've got uh Sundowns scoring uh, off against the uh, Pleikupe side. So these two sides, they are just fighting for their lives at the basement of the log. But I think for me, in case of Chiefs, after the resumption of football, Rob, uh, you look at the critical phases of the game. You look at how they considered the against the uh they considered on the last minute of the game, that is a critical phase of the game and uh, obviously they went uh, played against uh, uh, Polokwane City. It was an identical scenario where they considered towards uh, the last minutes of the first half, and immediately uh, after the second half uh, it was uh, a goal uh, from Echaumau uh, lega, although there was a deflection, but again it was a critical phase of the game against Lomfonte and Celtic. Mm. They considered 35 minutes of the game, 45. So it's been the same scenario. Uh, I think it was uh, time for Keza to bring a, a calm figure like an Mellenconi. Yes, he, he, he committed that blunder towards the end of uh, the first half. And then uh, there was that uh, mistake that he made. Unfortunately, the referee made an error. It should have been a, a goal by Chipper United. But... I think if you have a, someone like Itu you can't have a some, uh, somebody like Itu up. You just take him into a stand. He's an experienced player, even though uh, Ape has done well for kids kids, uh all along. But he's been conceding since the resumption of football. So you cannot have a senior player, a leader like Kona, sitting uh, at the stand, not even on the bench. Then you expect uh, to be able to... to to be winning matches, and you look at the way that Kayser Chiefs have been like uh, conceding goals, uh, they've just lacked that leader at the back, someone who's going to command that back line. Is. We cannot take away the good work that Akpe has done, but uh, it was clear that they needed someone like Kune, they needed someone like Willard Kassan, someone who's been there, who's won the league, who understands. Because at this stage of the season, you don't need someone. Who's like gonna just uh, play pretty football, but it's all about finding results. Same thing uh, like like Mamelodi Sanders won against Kaiser Chiefs. They were able to win a game taking the defense because they knew that Kaiser Chiefs they were going to whip in those courses. So they knew that they needed to play with like two full backs in order to make sure that they don't whip in more balls into the box. Then they realized okay, they were still weeping those balls, but we needed more numbers. At the heart of defense. So we needed to cover that uh, half space between the left back and then the, the right, uh, 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 between the left back and the left center back and then the right back and the and, and the right center back. So we needed to cover those half space and then make sure that uh, when it comes to second ball, you are able to make sure that you are effective on transition. Hence, standards brought uh, someone like Matam, because they uh, they anticipated that because Kizer Chiefs were just running, they just wanted to get that equalizer. So at this stage of this, isn't no longer about uh, good football that you can just possess, but all about tactically at the bench. Uh, can you just uh, bring on those changes? Because for me, I feel the change of Kune. It wasn't all about me, uh, Midanov just making that change. I feel that he was mm. just like forced. To say that no, 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 Kune is an, uh, an experienced campaigner. Because prior to that, you saw there was a, a, a picture of Kune on Twitter uh, that it was an indication that he was going to play uh, on that particular Because you could tell that the coach was not going to play him. I don't know, uh, maybe it's a clash between the two of them. But at this stage of the season, it's, it's no longer about uh, the egos between the coach or the player. Uh, at this stage of the season, it's all about the team. Uh, because that's what what mm-hmm. is about. So yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's uh, interesting it's that so- you
0: mentioned that, eminently because the you know the the whole role around uh, Kuna has been very very topical. But some would hmm. say that. Um, I'm not too sure if Dwayne was, was commentating on that game. All I remember yesterday, just prior to going on air, uh, while they were talking about the squad list, was saying that uh, the last time Kuna featured in a league game was in September of last year. So here oh, we yeah. are in September, a year later, and he comes mm. through. And, and part of the reason why the Chiefs have also been at the top has been uh, Daniel Lecpey. Yes, his concussion now, so injuries have mm. forced him out. And I'm sure that Middendorf would have carried on with him uh, had it not mm. been for that concussion regarding mm. him and and. So maybe let me bring in because you've made a couple of telling points there, Tumintle. Dwayne, you've listened into the conversation now, and what do you make of some of the assertions that Tumintle has brought forward?
2: Yeah, look, I mean, just firstly on the Tumencune front, I think in terms of he's uh, a, a class act, he's a world-class goalkeeper, and, and to be fair, we we don't uh, have loads of world-class goalkeepers romping around, and that's, uh, that's the same that can be said of any country. So to have somebody like uh, Itamilin Kune romping around uh, in your stable, so to speak, when, you, uh, when, when you're not starting, him is almost senseless. But you look at the situation of who's been there, and I think that Daniel Lafayette has received some unfair criticism, uh, really. I think his mental strength has come on leaps and bounds and largely, the goals that he's conceded have not been through any fault of his own. They've been yes. uh, through the brilliance of uh, other teams. Uh, there've been some defensive errors, um, and, and I think Daniel Levy has hardly put a foot wrong. I think it's unfortunate for him, and I think the mental fortitude that he's had to show in getting over both the the the, the, um, the, the criticisms that he's had to bear from not only. South Africa, but Nigeria, where he has now uh, surpassed some of the European-based uh, Nigerian wow. keepers to be Nigeria's number one. He played in the in the uh, in the quarterfinal of the Africa Cup of Nations. He played in the semi-final of the Africa Cup of yeah. Nations. I mean, I was the one who called Mahrez's free kick that beat him to send Algeria yeah. into that final. I mean. Um, but I think people recognize that he has improved, he has matured, and that he's coming to his own. And I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, Mittengård trying to prove a point to, to Ito Malikun or anything like that, which I know is a suggestion from some people. But Ito is a class act, and he brings a talismanic confidence to any side that he plays with, whether it's the national team or whether it's Kaiser Chiefs. And I don't think it was a bad move bringing him, uh, him in. Yes, he was ring rusty, and yes, his defence saved him on a couple of occasions yesterday, and and maybe there was a referee's call that saved him as well. Uh, although, again, I'm going to you know mark out the point. Another point that I'm on Rusev Hamaldeen, where he was taking that free kick, wasn't wasn't a, it was more than a yard from the corner flag, shall we say? Yeah. Um, but you know, so those are, those are the debates that we can have on and on and on. But in terms of bringing Tulenkune in. He does add that talismanic um, mm-hmm. uh, part to to this Kaiser Chiefs setup. And I think what is most telling about Kaiser Chiefs is that they have not been able to perform in the bubble. You know, it, they made 48 points from 22 matches before lockdown. Mm-hmm. In the bio bubble, the, the, before this game, before the uh, the, uh, the game against Chipper United, they'd played six matches and only won one. They had a goal mm-hmm. difference of minus three. And they had five points from six games. This is for a club that's chasing the, the championship title. That's where the points disappeared. That's how the, the lead evaporated to Sundowns. Um, I think it's a team situation, not Daniel Lutbe. I think, uh, and it's hard. It's very, very hard. I mean, just talking to any number of personnel, staff, uh, whether it's physios, it's uh, coaches, whether it's players, Some of them cannot handle being in a place where they can't go home. They can't break away from football to give themselves that that mental respite before getting back to training. They can't forget about things. And and it's the influence around them. Steve Compella has highlighted, Pirates come back to the same hotel. They've lost the game. You know, they lost to 10-man Cape Town City. They're playing the next day, Golden Arrows. How are they supposed to feel confident and buoyed when they are surrounded by a pirate side that is utterly depressed and crestfallen because they lost to a 10-player team? Mm-hmm. And those those are the sort of things that we do need to take into consideration. So what we're seeing is a completely different set of results. Stellenbosch United is is nearly top of the Absa Premiership since resumption. Cape mm-hmm. Town City is is, is is top. You know, you you look at that and you're going, wow, this is this is impressive. Um, but there are there are other teams that haven 't been able to perform quite as well, and the Montreal golden is, is certainly among them, so yeah, Kaiser Chiefs have thrown it away in certain parts, but they they 're still in it, and uh, com- completely one hundred percent spot on when when you say their fate is still in their own hands. Mondi sundowns are going to need to score put in a big performance to be able to win are they going to be able to to win by four on the final day? Well, for mm-hmm. a mamaloodie sundown side, you never bet against them, whoever they're playing, but very seldom do they actually put in the uh, the uh, the 5-0, 6-0 results. And, uh, and that's, that maybe in itself is, is, is telling.
0: Absolutely. And you've got a, a Daniel Cardoso yes. again uh, that saved their skin uh, as well last night because uh, that was a sure goal and he managed to clear mm. it. Let me put something through because a lot of yes. people keep yes. questioning this uh, gentleman. Yeah. Um, but we, we got word as well that's uh, been posted here by the South head of referees, Abdul Ibrahim, uh, clarifying mm-hmm. that uh, Chipper United goal. And I want to read this very, very quickly, though, because um, it, it is pointed. It is something that puts to bed the issue. If you want to argue, please feel free to do that. He says, and I quote, the Chipper United player, Kevin Moyer, places himself in a position to challenge for the aerial ball. He does not jump up, but instead impedes the Kaiser Chiefs defender from contesting." For the ball in the air, he uses his body to push the opposition player or defender onto the path of his own goalkeeper and at the time, at the same time, the chief's goalkeeper Kune, comes out to challenge for the ball, but collides with his own teammate who had Mm. in turn been impeded by Moyo. The referee, Mm. Shivani, clearly saw the incident and blew for a foul as Komane, a teammate of Moyo, heads the ball into the net and the referee sounded the whistle before the ball crossed the line. The referee was 100% correct to award a free kick against Moyo as his action was not to challenge for the ball but to challenge the player off the ball. That was the conclusion that came through uh, from Ibrahim and also cautioning Mm. the public uh, from roundly condemning match officials without adequate facts says yes match officials make mistakes uh, but in this particular incident the referee was 100 percent correct so mm. there we have it and and this is refreshing because hardly this time yesterday the game was on mm. we haven't yeah. had this before where we get yeah. an immediate reaction from a mm. soft ahead of referees quickly Minanta, from your perspective what do you make of that and then i'll come through to you duane in a second mm-hmm
1: I think, Rob, uh, uh, it was efficient. Uh, those are kind of uh, uh, gestures that we need for our game, obviously, because it looked like it's going to be uh, a while for us to get a VAR, because obviously if we had a VAR, we were going to be able to anticipate the infringement uh, that occurred uh, before that incident between Kone and Akei, because like He's just articulating it, uh, Mr. Abrahim. Uh, obviously, it was an incident that led to that uh, 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 to that, uh, Komane uh, heading uh, the ball instead of the net. But uh, obviously, as supporters, uh, or if you are at the stadium, you don't have that benefit of the doubt. So I think it is great that uh, BAFA has taken an initiative of just making sure that... Uh, uh, immediately or after the game, they are able to just react to whatever because at this stage of the season, it is very critical to just make mm-hmm. sure that uh, uh, everything that has uh, been done or uh, it's, it's being transparent. So I think uh, the way he's just he was just stating the fact that happened in that particular game because obviously there was a lot of. Uh, uh, accusation that were made, it was similar to what happened I, I, in the game between Eros and the and Sundance. So it's great when uh, experienced fools, uh like uh, Mr. Abdul Abrahim uh, comes out and just articulates what really occurred. Uh, that 's very, very clear. To yeah, sorry sorry yeah, to come
0: yeah. in, Minante. I just want to split this time with uh, Dwayne because heading into the news, I don't want to come yeah. back and chat about this issue and come <laughs> into uh, some fresh uh, conversations. Uh, Dwayne, I know that refereeing is part of the things that you've done professionally, and uh, here's a clarification again that's been given. Uh, as Minante mm-hmm. says, Abdul Ibrahim, somebody that we've talked to here on the show, and he has said, you know what, Robert, if there's one thing I am going to do in this position is to be transparent, mm-hmm. is to give feedback, and to be on top of things. He's on top of things. Whether it is for or against, it doesn't really matter. What do you make of his explanation?
2: You know, this is one thing I, I did actually want to get to a little later. Was you know, I came back home and I watched it uh, again. And when I watched the match again, what I noticed was exactly that. Was the fact that the, the Chippy United player was impeding Teddy Akumu, as I know him from his Kenya days. And as a result, uh, not jumping... Uh, not contesting for the ball in a, in a fair situation meant that he had impeded uh, Akumu, who in turn uh, was, was the, the player that Kune tripped over. Um, and I knew straight away and I called it immediately that the referee's whistle had gone before the ball was even connected by by the head of Makume. That was correct. So mm-hmm. I have no issue with that. And the other thing is the fact that where the ball was actually placed by Humboldt when he was feeding the corner in from the first place. So it shouldn't mm, be yes, a debate yes, because yes, there yes. were many other aspects to to, uh, to, to be considered. Ultimately, though, uh, I think the way that Itimelen handled it uh, through the highlights on him, it didn't need to be quite so theatrical or tripping over his own player. And maybe, oh. it, maybe there's something in, 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 it, uh, in, in itself there. But I do want to state as well, the referees are doing a fantastic job. If we are going to talk about some decisions, 99% of the decisions I've seen that have been incorrect... Have come from assistant referees, and this is not to critique assistant referees, but they are not in the correct posi- position to make uh, decisions. And every decision that is made, uh, and this is credit to the likes of Abdul Ibrahim and all the match commissioners, um, is, is the fact that the referees review committee reviews every decision from every match and that action has been taken against those who have uh, committed uh, incorrect and uh, incorrect decisions
0: absolutely all right uh, I, I love that you can tell that i'm, I'm working with professionals here both many as well as Dwayne, because it is top of the hour which does mean that it's time for the news here's amanda bachaka NSW. hi mr robino marawa it's uh
1: from tembisa look saturday is going to be a, one of the thrilling saturdays ever in the history of football um it's up to the players now um sundowns and chiefs i'm a chiefs fan but it's up to sundowns and chiefs who wants it the most in sundowns will be timbers warning and castille who has sundowns on their shoulders from our side we have billiard we have parker uh we have nokovic it's up to them to make us the happiest fans ever thank you robino
0: good day, rob It's francis
1: here from Leondale. I think we must stop blaming Midendorp. Our players are missing clear card chances. So we can't get into the field and play. They must convert those clear chances. And then stop blaming the coach. He's got his faults, yes, but they are the ones to be blamed. From a Keza Chiefs fan. But we'll take this league regardless. Hey, bro, Rob. Hey, it's up here in Brixton. Hey, hey, Robert Marawa. Keza Chiefs. He's got like a lot one day, I tell you. Hey, I choose the Chiefs man, doesn't they? Don't play like they want to win this league. But if they keep on playing like this, uh, but they super come on a, a title in a, a Premier Soccer League. So, when in to extend up. You enjoy, enjoy your evening in the listeners. Uh, Robert, you are talking to Del Piero here in Ramon's region's crown. My prediction is that the Keza Chiefs they are going to win the league because uh, Sundowns is playing with a, a team which is said to be facing a relegation and then hardly needs the points. And if they can lose against the uh, sundowns, it means that they are going to play uh, what is called the playoffs. And you know that uh, the PSL teams uh, normally don't come all right in terms of uh, uh, coming back. It's only the selected few. So it's going to be a tough game against the uh, uh, sundowns. Kaiser Chiefs are the ones who are going to trade the league. Thanks so much, Robbie. Hi, Robbie. Chico MD, a quick one. Uh, Baroka will be relocated with uh, Polukwane City. Um, Kaiser Chiefs, by virtue of them beating or winning in the last game, will win the league, and uh, that will sum it up. And I foresee a lot of coaching movements. ODG can deny it, but we know that he's going to be sitting on the bench of TTM in the PSA. Gavin Hunt, this is the time for him, he's going to move to one of the three Soviet giants. I thank you. Uh, good evening, Rob. Usin am here to talk to you. Rob, the Chiefs won league, because we explained a lot team 18 months. and then oh, Oh, man, you know
0: what? Join the locker. I mean, and I are laughing here because you know what. I'll try my best to translate that last uh, voice note, my friend. But, you know, it it really sums it up. He's a Buccaneer fan. And he's pleading um, that Chiefs must win. Because he has no idea how he would be able to explain uh, to people in years to come that a team occupied number one spot in a season or in a year for 13 months because you don't have 13 months in a year. So <laughs> <laughs> so he's pleading that can they win this so that we don't need to go into explanations oh. that don't exist in the future. And wow, hey, Minadle, Dwayne, I, I have no words, guys. I think uh, this really, really sums things up. Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 Rob. Uh, it is. Uh, I think oh. for both Soweto Giants, if you look at uh, even uh, for Orlando Fire, it's in as much as they are not in a race for uh, uh, for supremacy, but you've got Kabatino uh, Mahango, who's been uh, at the summit of yep. uh, the Lesney Manjansela, uh, 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 golden boot, Race for quite some time, they haven't had a player after Leslie won it in 2002 and 2003. So it's more like it's been like 17 years. uh Orlando Pirates not having a player winning a top goal scorer. You, here you are, you've got a case of Chiefs. We have not won a cup for like five years. So they are heading into the la, uh, into these uh, last 90 minutes of the season. So there is uh, so much for these Soweto Giants. Uh, to fight for because obviously they dominate in terms of the masses who are following football uh, around our country but in terms of case Chiefs, I think they must just master the critical phases of the game because if you look at the way they've, uh, they've lost games they've lost games at the critical phases of the game against it was mm. they were just true uh, they they had won that game but the uh, Col alexandra just uh, equalized at the third. Uh, again, uh, uh, in this past weekend against Bidvers, they lost a the game where they thought, okay, we have had secured a point. Against Celtic, they considered uh, uh, a goal just before halftime and uh, two goals after halftime. So I think uh, the difference between the case Chiefs that uh, we are just witnessing now and the case Chiefs that was just free-flowing uh, in the first half so, of the season, uh, it was the case Chiefs that was playing the whole 90 minutes of the game. But these case of Chiefs that we have witnessed in the second half of the season, they've been playing in patches against Polo Yes, they won, mm. but they were coming from behind, which means they didn't uh, like uh, play for the whole 90 minutes. Uh, so that's been their major demise uh, in this title race because uh, everyone uh, like was rest assured that Kaiser Chiefs were just uh, on their way towards winning the title because of, uh, obviously, uh, the number of points that they have amassed, uh, obviously the kind of football that they've played. Inasmuch as uh, a lot of people were not like uh, in favour of the football, but it was effective. It was able to give them results because at the end of the day, you play according to your strengths. But uh, in the second half of the season, they've been asked questions. But they haven't been able to come up with answers, uh, like obviously uh, conceding goals at the critical phase of the game, Uh, uh, last four games. You can see Aksei has been imperial for Kayser Chiefs, but you could tell that after the resumption of football, he's been conceding goals. You needed a calm speaker who'll be able to command the defense. Obviously, Kuna made that blunder towards the end of the first half, but you could tell that his presence made a huge difference for Chiefs. Uh, in yesterday's match, So those kind of uh, the decision-making, uh, the kind of uh, the substitution that they've made, uh, I remember it was against Reds. Instead of uh, making sure that uh, they just uh, uh, take uh, the defense, they just uh, substituted the likes of Malik or the likes of Sassman. So there's a lot of uh, bad decisions technically that they've made in the second half of the season, whether we like it or not. Uh, but it is just reflected uh, because uh, I'm not saying that the uh, isn't bad. is isn't good, but sometimes you don't need a goalkeeper that will make seven saves or eight saves, but you need someone who will be able to command. uh even been conceding goals. Uh, that is a fact. So you need someone like Kune who will just come in and just calm things down uh, at the defense. And it, it was evident uh, yesterday. Obviously, he didn't do a lot of things, but when you have someone who will be able to make sure that he, make, he nullify uh, the threats of the opposition without uh, the opposition maybe coming and making those both entries. So I think, uh, but uh, again, it is a that Chiefs need to lose. Uh, all they need to do is just go out there and just make sure that they apply themselves well, get that win and end the current run.
0: Try not to lose is basically what the Determinant is uh, saying to us here. <sighs> The the love hate relationship that has continuously been there, Dwayne De locker between the fans as well as Ernest Middendorp, and um, mm. I mean we'll come to the many places that Sundowns do have. Uh, we'll mm. come to a headline that I saw a short while ago here on TV on one of the news channels saying that uh, Polokwane City has already been relegated. Uh, whether you guys can confirm mm. that or not, you know you, the statisticians of this world, and uh, you know inform us if at all that is the case, but. I had earlier a voice note, Dwayne, that was saying, well, one of the later voice notes, saying that why are people, stop blaming Middendorp, the players are the ones that are, are, are missing opportunities. Uh, but then there was one earlier on that said, you know what, next season, uh, Kaiser Chiefs need a new coach. Which was amazing, though, because, yeah, they are top of the table uh, with the great chance to break that that has not been seen in Chiefs since their formation going this long without any silverware but at a pinnacle, on the eve of such a great weekend, people are saying, no, we don't want this guy. What's going on? What are you analysing there, Duane?
2: Yeah, I, I think there's, uh, there's so much to be to, to be taken on board when, when you listen to what's being said you know, on a global scale. But I think, you know, Ernst Wittendorf is uh, is at the moment got the benefit, perhaps, of being in the bubble with only his team around him, the players, assistant coach, and, and, and a, 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 you know, a nominal number of staff. But maybe that's a good thing for uh, for him right now. And he, he won't be immune to the criticism, and he certainly understands it, uh, and, he, and he knows what's coming his way. But that's the pressure of being a Kaiser Chiefs coach. I mean, Steve Cornbella wasn't, uh, uh, you know, wasn't spared this. You know, Moussin Erdogan wasn't spared this. You go back several generations. Kaiser Chiefs coaches have, have never really been spared um, c- criticism, at least from, from certain sectors. It doesn't matter who the coach was at any given time and, and, and what they went on to, to win. I mean, was, was Ernst Bindorf coach of the, uh, uh, was uh, talk at the town when he when he won the Soweto derby or when, you know, uh, he, he won the, uh, the MTN8, t- the uh, Nervant Cup title against the uh, Pirates in 2006. So was, I remember it well because it was my birthday in 2006. Mm. It was the only day I've ever worked <laughs> on my birthday. You know, and, 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 and Spittendorf and was not exactly the, the, uh, the, the toast of the town. People making excuses and saying, our oh, Orlando Pirates were, were under uh, caretaker coach to Boho Molloy at the time. And I'm thinking, you know, this is a guy who brings a trophy to the club. So there's always been that love. and and it does uh, come with with the pressure involved. So I I don't think to read too much into that. Um, Does Anne Spittendorp recognize that perhaps his time at Kaiser Chiefs has come to an end? I think there is something in that, undoubtedly. And I think that he knows that this is his last chance and that he's desperate to now scramble over the line and get over the line. I would be surprised uh, if he were there next season. I know there are rumors that Gavin Hunt is going to Kaiser Chiefs. I can tell you that nobody has spoken to him officially. Um, Whether or not This is going to be something where a club will be on the phone at the end of it. I don't know. But again, you know, is a local coach going to coach Kaiser Chiefs? There are debates and questions. So there's so many things that we need to take in at at any given point. Ultimately, it's down now for the coaches to simply sit back and go, "Okay, we are coaches. We look after the first team. It would be a different story, I think, to, to put this much criticism on the coaches if they were managers. In Europe, you have managers. When Antonio Conte is managing the club, he doesn't just control the first-team training and pitch, you know, pitch up to, to pick a team. He literally says, who we buy, who we get rid of, this is how we're going to work, this is the first-team coach I'm going to have, this is the physical trainer, this is why we're going to have this and this and this. These players need nutritional advice. And he runs everything. He is a manager. Here yeah, we have coaches. And this is why Dylan Kerr lost his cool uh, and, and made some comments that, that some people think were, were out of line. But it's because we have coaches and not managers. So are they expected to bear so much responsibility? I've never thought that is the case. And I do think that sometimes players get pampered too much and do need to take a greater responsibility. So I'm glad that there are others that are suggesting players do need to take responsibility for this. Ultimately, though, coaches uh, are going to be lauded in some sense if they do go on to win it. Pizzol Musimani is lauded regardless. And it's it's rightly so. I mean, you know, this is a season where Pizzol Musimani could still win a treble. We 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 look at it and go, well, you know, he's 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 just won one trophy. This, yeah, but he's in the final of the Netbank Cup, and exactly. <laughs> and he's exactly. and he's a win away, uh, mm. at least one big win away from guaranteeing a uh, a, a another league title. He's never Incredible, doing Just but, all right. Let, yeah. let
0: let me quickly come in here. Let me take a final break. on a comeback. back, can you guys must tell me who's also going to win uh, the football of the season as well? All right, so, MSW. <laughs> Hashtag #MSW. All right, just uh, bumped into a tweet here yeah, by Nozipo Zulu says Minang Boro, the excitement Dema pirates friends ball move last has instead of focusing the energy on working on a strategy, they can have a better season next year. But busy getting excited for Sundance. you know what do you bro? <laughs> Yo, no zip, but thank you so much indeed. All right, we're going to split this time. Uh, is Pulwana City relegated, gentlemen, from your knowledge? No. no. They still no, end no, with a chance. Yeah.
2: yeah, mathematically they can still make the uh, the playoffs. They have a goal difference of minus 17 to Barocca's minus minus nine. If mm. points tally, they mm. can still match. What that means is that Bulawayo City need to make up at least a uh, an eight-goal difference. And I say eight instead of nine because they they have superior goals scored anyway to Baroka. Uh, it's not unthinkable that Bulawayo City could uh, could find a result against Pitvest because you never seem to know which Pitvest side is pitching up since <laughs> the club has been sold. And, uh, and, you know, Gavin Hunt has conceded trying to keep his players motivated is absolutely disastrous. And maybe Polaguan City will be motivated to win, as Black Leopards were. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Barroca, it's not unthinkable that they would lose to uh, to Kaiser Chiefs. So, um, although they've been a bit of a bogey team, uh, you know, Kaiser Chiefs are seriously motivated to win this league title right now. But they are not officially relegated. Mathematically, they can still go to the promotional playoffs.
0: Okay. Now that that is out, I don't really want yeah. you to answer yeah. that one. <laughs> there was a, 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 a voice note that said ODG is going to be coaching TTM next season. Mm-hmm. I know that you are one that sniffs for stories. <laughs> uh, have you sniffed that one out? Can we confirm that ODG will be the TTM coach?
1: Uh, chances are you will be at the helm, brother, uh, at, uh, at TTM. Uh, but uh, I think uh, I don't want to just spoil the mood. Uh, maybe I just should leave it to the right people to just make an,
0: an-, an announcement. No, no, no. We, we believe you. We're not here for moods. You are not the person <laughs> to tell us it's Play happy birthday. Play, exactly. Do what the Scorpions do, Minently. Don't worry about the right moment. The right moment is right here, right now, with Dwayne in attendance, myself, and the audience that's listening.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Rob, chances are, 90% chances are he will be at two uh, p.m.
0: And who will be coaching Galaxy?
1: Uh, Kenya.
0: Mabud. Yes. What about the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> what but, about the uh,
1: other guy? Yeah, hmm? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what I've just got, uh, obviously... Uh, I think between me and you, you know that uh, the team is just as good as done. So, obviously, yeah. uh, we should leave Owen uh, uh, joblessly for for that uh, particular time. But, obviously, TPM, they are just going to just take his places. So, I think uh, we'll be at TPM um, uh, Galaxy. Uh, it's likely that uh, Mapudi is likely to to. to to continue with the, with the coaching reign. Uh, this is Premiership, Minente. I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Yeah, we, yeah, That's yeah, why I asked yeah. you. I, I, what, Rob, what, what,
0: yeah. I said to you, what about the other guy? The one who hasn't worked for a while. The other guy. Um,
1: I think what is in question, Rob, uh, it is uh, the fact that uh, he is in rank for, for quite some time. Uh, uh, because uh, obviously, there was a competition. Uh, who uh, will take over the reins uh, from uh, from Kevin uh, uh, at TPM. Obviously, it was between Gordon uh, Nikasin and also uh, OTG. Uh, obviously, no, uh, we not. are heading into the okay. last good game. Yeah,
0: yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, yeah. no, no. no. That, that's not going to happen. I'm talking about the other guy. The other guy. Remember in the bus. remember the celebrations, the ones that were mocking Kompela and the jersey? The other yeah, guy. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. keep that in the back of your mind. Um, yeah. Dwayne, football yeah. of the season will go to who? Oh,
2: man. Why do you have to go with it? You know, I'm the one person on your show that believes football is a team sport, and I'm not entirely sure that I like the individual awards. But, uh, but look, I- You have no choice. You have
0: no choice, and yeah. time's up, and you've got to give me a name. Minantle's got to give me a name. I've got to let you guys go, because it's exactly 19.30. I- <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I honestly would uh, would would give the, the player of the season to Zwane in this campaign, despite the fact that he hasn't been wonderful after the season. But I I, I know I know time is against us here.
0: Not Novakovic, not anybody else. He'll give it to Tembelswane.
2: Kaiser Chiefs has been a team effort, and for me, Ibrahimon uh, has been the, the standout player there. Um, okay. Not not uh, not Nukovic. He scored the goals, yes, but he's also missed tap um, yes, he's been aerily superb, but Leboa Manyama, you tell me he hasn't driven. He's contributed directly to more goals than, uh, than Samir Nukovic has, if you combine assists and goals. So which Zwane, I
0: think is telling. Is number two. Minentle, who do you give it to?
2: Uh, I'll just
1: uh, give it to Samir Nukovic. I think he's been... They, he has made a huge difference uh, for Crazy Chiefs in this season. Because even if you look at that game that they played against Marmolodic Sundance, without his presence, Kayser Chiefs were exposed. Uh, in this previous game that they played last night against Super United, it was his flick that uh, was that led into that goal or to that ball that fell the assist, into the path yeah. of of, 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 of Kamapelia. So for me, if you look at the number of goals that he has scored and you look at the number of games he has, he has played, he has played 20 games First goals. Mm. he for got two assists. His president did the team. You look at uh, the importance of uh, of his goal against London and Celtic. The chips looked like they were done and out That's the iconic Moses Mapita Stadium. He came. He scored a hat trick. You look at uh, against One City. They needed a hero. He came to the rescue. Uh, uh, against, Beautiful. Uh, Peter, yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's leave it yeah.
0: there. Let's leave it there. You you've yeah. sold us your case. I believe you. When you said iconic <laughs> Moses might the stadium I knew you you from KZN. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, independent media football reporter, renowned world commentator Dwayne Delocke. Gentlemen, I appreciate you. You're we appreciate you. We thank you. Please, and Dwayne's run out of airtime. Thank you so much indeed guys for coming through onto the show. I'm that Good evening. Welcome to-